0: Wow. Hello, everyone. We have a very special bonus episode of Light, Treason and News for you today. Uh, Meredith Clark, you know Meredith, regular of the show, regular co-host, and I spoke with Orion Lee, one of the actors of the amazing, wonderful First Cow. We've talked a lot about First Cow on this show, raved about it, told you to fight relatives in order to see it. If you must, if that's what it comes to, you fight your relative to see first cow. Um, that goes against the very spirit of this wonderful, beautiful, touching film, um, written and directed by Kelly Reichardt, um, starring Orion Lee, obviously, and also, uh, John McGarrow in wonderful, thoughtful, beautiful performances. Uh, Please follow Orion on Twitter at Orion8, the number eight, Lee, L E E. He is a wonderful actor and guess what? A really nice guy. Can you handle it? I hope so. Please enjoy our interview with Orion. First of all, Meredith and I are huge, huge fans of First Cow. We were furious about uh, the film getting snubbed during the Oscars. Um, so first and foremost, I just wanted to get a little bit of background about how did you c- first come to the role of King Lou? What was that whole process like?
1: Uh, um, so I'll go a bit I'll go a bit further back and just say that, uh, I, I, I sort of did my training at Lambda in the UK and then I worked, uh, in the UK for a while and, you know, worked with the Royal Shakespeare Company and the Young Vic and, and, um, and then started to move into film and television. Uh, I had a quiet period, um, as all actors go through and, I decided that I was going to try to check out the U.S. and see if I could get some representation. I um, met a the manager there, um, Matthew Lesher, and he took me on. Um, and then uh, I ended up uh, – he, he organized some meetings, and I was like, oh, wow, this is so great. But uh, one of the things about America and the UK is that Americans are a lot more uh, enthusiastic. Uh, so so I, I was like, oh, wow, you know, I'm going to go back uh, during pilot season and smash it. And, <laughs> and I went back during that pilot season and was just sitting in my Airbnb uh, doing, doing nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, So I was a bit disappointed, but then about six months later, so I think about a year from when I first went over, um, Matthew, uh, got in touch with me in London and said, Oh, um, there's this filmmaker, Kelly Reichardt. I don't know if you know her, but, uh, she's doing a film and you might be right for it. (laughs) I was like, what?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and
1: then, uh, you know, so, um, the first thing was uh, let me see, was it two or three audition scenes um, and and the script. So I could read the script um, and the audition scenes were well, the two I remember anyway are the first meeting between me and Cookie and the time when we're um, uh, when we're at the riverside. And we're chatting and we're chatting about, um, uh, the bakery and how he'd like to make a, you know, have a bakery and why don't we have an inn together with a bakery, that sort of thing. Um, so we, I did those auditions, uh, and sent a tape off. And then I heard that she liked it. I was like, ah, yes, again. (laughs) Um, we then we had a Skype session. And uh, had a good chat about the character, and um, and then she gave me a couple of notes. I redid the audition. She sent me an email with a few more notes, and then I got told I got the job. And I was
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For, for, for all of, you know, for all of, I don't know, a minute or two, I was just dancing around and then the, 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 uh, what the imposter syndrome kicked in. Oh my
0: gosh. Oh, sure, sure. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Who am I to, you know, get this job and, uh, and she's worked with such, you know, amazing, uh, actors, uh, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, um, but then I, I, the way I got over that was basically I just said, you, look, you know what? I worked out that, uh, I've, I've always, you know, like any actor, I've, we, I've always done scenes. I've, I've done scenes in drama school. I've done scenes with my friends and innumerable scenes for auditions. And, you know, when I've, when I've got a TV or film role, it's been, you know, um, fairly small parts, so, you know, it's been a scene again, and so I just approached the whole script like it was just scene after scene, and, and I didn't even think too much about the film as a whole, uh, or um, and I just, you know, I just worked worked the scene, and, you know, I know what's happening in the scene, and I'm just doing that.
0: I wanted to ask more about Kelly, because she's such an amazing director. She has this gift of articulating the lives of these characters who are sort of living on the fringes of society. Uh, So I just wanted to ask you what she was like to work with as a director in terms of, is she more hands-off? Is she really engaged um, in terms of informing you about your your character? Does she like to, like, talk stuff out?
1: Yeah. Um, So... hmm it It really was in that first skype call almost was was the the longest we talked about the character I think um you know we so still auditioning mm-hmm. and and you know we went through I, I i had some ideas about his background um she very much has a strong uh, you know uh Sort of vision for for the film itself, so everything from the start of the script to the end of the script, but in terms of like the backstory um, you know uh, the thought process all of that um, you know she she allows or allowed me anyway to to sort of create that myself um, and so one of the things which Puzzled me at the time was I had thought that the character was very um, was a very sort of uh, uh, lack of a better word soft character a quiet mm. character um, and and Kelly said no they're actually very different uh, Cookie and King Lou and I struggled with that for a while because I was like well I thought it was you no know, I thought they were like very similar. Um, And that's why they meet and they become fast friends. And to reconcile that, I I created a backstory basically where um, when he was younger as a child, he was very much the same way uh, as Cookie. Um, But circumstance and time basically changed him uh, because he had to adopt different... Yeah, he had to adopt a sort of charm and adaptability to different environments, different languages and he became a new person. But underneath it all he still has that um, that sort of uh, you know that that, that kindness uh, meekness I guess even though anybody seeing him or meeting him at the time of the film wouldn't have said oh this is a a meek, quiet character, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So she's she definitely knows what she wants um, during the film, but she gives a lot of a lot of space for the actor to bring their own sort of flavour to it and um, and their own ideas during the the process as well. Um, and then you know occasionally she'd give a note and um, and all of those notes were just pure gold like so so useful um
2: so one of the things that I know Allison and I have spoken about a lot and uh just still sits with me is how much the movie is about a type of you know it's an examination of of a different kind of masculinity uh you know and and i was wondering how you connected to that i mean just the the fact that it's a movie about two friends and who are not what we normally are used to seeing in westerns or you know stories that that take place in this particular context
1: yeah um yeah i mean that's you know from the start it struck struck me um two things actually first i need to say also the the the, on the question of kelly like the the team she puts around her and the, the production team the producers who put the team together as well with her uh, it's such a great family atmosphere as well. Um, it's you know it's never intimidating on set. It's never sort of uh, you're always in a safe space, and uh, it's always and it's very nurturing and it's it's amazing. It's fantastic. I mean, um, it's really the highlight of uh, my career to work with that team. Um, so coming back to that question, um, <clears throat> I you know when I read the script, I thought, hold on here's, like I said, here's two people who are very similar um, in a world where they don't fit in, you know, in the frontier, which kind of rewards a certain type of uh, I don't know, uh, you know, I'm going to tame the wilderness sort of thing. Um, and and you're right, the but I didn't think so much about The fact that, you know, one, this was Western, or two, um, you know, that we haven't seen this sort of uh, friendship so much on screen before. It's usually, you know, bros going on road trips or something like that. (laughs) Um, And um, but I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about how these two people who again i I thought it was very similar and and, and they were both actually really lonely um, they were making their way through life um, uh, alone uh i mean you know with people but alone and then they they find each other and they realize that they're that they fit each other um you know, dare say soulmate sort of thing, but not necessarily. You know, you say sometimes you will say soulmates, and they mean lovers. I mean soulmates, as in you know the films about friendship, and and then suddenly their their loneliness is 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 um, you know is healed. I guess you know um, that sense of not belonging anywhere or not belonging to a place or to other people or And, um, yeah, so that was what I sort of concentrated on. It wasn't so much about, oh, this, the way that they are, I guess. Um, You know, that's just part of the character. I didn't think, one thing that was never placed upon us by Kelly, and I don't think either of us thought was this is like nothing else. We were just telling this story, and we ha- we were, you know, we were inhabiting these characters as actors, and but we, it was not like, oh, it has to be different to this other thing. Mm. We never set out to do something, you know, unique or different to what is out there. We're just telling the story of two people uh, who become friends in a... In, Of course, there's, you know, with the script and and, and Kelly's direction and everything, there's so much more to pick up on. But for the actors anyway, it was that was never placed upon them to have a responsibility to tell that side of things. It was just here are two people who are lonely and they find each other and are trying to make their way through the world.
0: I think that's part of why it's so powerful. um, That friendship isn't. Treated like it's extraordinary, it's sort of like, yeah, bros can get together and like tidy up the home and you know find a beautiful bouquet of flowers, and bros can do this, you know <laughs> like, there's more than one way to be friends with another man, yeah, and it's it's not weird, it's not abnormal, yeah, um, I was wondering if you and Kelly ever had a discussion about the portrayal of uh race or racism. Um, in First Cow, I, I thought it was interesting that racism is definitely there in terms of how uh, the white characters treat King Lou. Um, interestingly, they sort of treat him like he's invisible. Uh, he tries to speak a few times and he's just completely ignored, um, which is, you know, obviously a, a, a form of racism. Um, but. You know, Meredith and I were talking a lot about it because here in the United States, there's been this horrible surge in um, anti-AAPI um, hate crime attacks. Yes. Yes. Um, but I was just wondering if you and Kelly ever had a, a deeper conversation about that, like King Lu's place in this new country and, and how people feel about him.
1: You know, I think – um I think again it's, it's it's great working with Kelly because she doesn't it doesn't become this thing, right? Oh, you know, we got to we got to portray uh, you know things in a certain way or a certain light or it it it, it was just a fact of the script. You know, and and the script is well researched and all of that. So it was just a fact of the situation. So it wasn't like we we you know it wasn't like she ever said, oh, and in this scene there's a lot of racism and you're you're you know like that the, the word racism almost didn't come into the to the discussion. It, it's just okay. So in this scene, you know, the chief actor just doesn't want to listen to you, and it's just not going kind to of put up with you. So he's just going to ignore you because you're way beneath him sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and of course, it's there. Right? All, all of that stuff is there, but it's not, you know, it's like a film. She doesn't highlight it in this big, you know, way. She just, it's there. And you can see it and you can recognize it. And, uh, for what it is, but it doesn't have to be like in your face, oh my gosh, here's a racist person, or here is racism um and and it just allows again the in a in a in a in a sense it it made me feel even more belonging belonged to the um, you know to the to the production and to because yeah, you 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 know, there was no I, you know there's so, so sometimes it can be like a bit of victimisation,
0: I guess. Yeah, sure.
1: You know, yeah, like, "Oh, you poor you. You have to deal with all this racism." Um we we're, we're going to highlight that and show that because you're you're you're, you know, you're so downtrodden or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was never ever that feeling. It was just, "Hey, you know, I'm working with you. You're working with me, uh, and this is the situation. You know, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, so again, you know, it's 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 uh, brilliant as well. Just the, but also just the fact that you know my characters uh, uh, in Asian in 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 that time period and. You know, it's it's not really commented upon too much. It's, it just is like the racism just is. It isn't commented uh too much. Um and and just the fact that, you know, the typical Western is like you know, white men with guns shooting at each other. <laughs> <laughs> and um and but really at that period of time when you know doing the research and everything yeah that that part of uh, the country was just filled with um, people from everywhere of course the, the native um, the first peoples and and then the you know the russians and and everybody that was just like the gold rush uh you know the 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 fur rush of that time period, so everybody was there. And then, in researching the um, the uh, the time period again, when you travel to the west coast, you had to go by a ship, and you had to go around the bottom of the continent, go back up, and to go back up, you don't travel along the coast. You go to Hawaii mm-hmm. uh, at the time it was called the Sandwich Islands, and then you go in from Hawaii, because that's where the trade winds go. You, the quickest route is out to Hawaii, back in. So, inevitably, people would leave the ship at Hawaii and decide they were going to live there. And inevitably, um, Hawaiians would have gone on the ship and said, hey, I want to see this, you know, a new a new place and, and try my hand at a new, um, yeah, new place. And so, you know, we that, yeah, AAPI people... People of all types of, you know, countries, creeds, colors, uh, were always up there. Um, and it was just great to have it shown.
2: Um, you know, I felt like, especially since it, the movie came out just as, you know, in America, we locked down and, and then we're all sort of living through this really terrifying time. The first Call like, was a much needed injection of like kindness and joy. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about some of your favorite parts of making the film. I mean, what was, you know, I got the sense that everybody was really invested and felt really, really, you know, positive about creating this thing. So, um, yeah, just anything that really comes to mind, I would love to hear some more. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um so yeah like i said the you know the, the, the there beyond the kind of like um the importance of the story and the veracity of the characters and being you know being honest and and true and 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 listening to each other um there wasn't you know it wasn't like we were setting out to tell a particular kind of story. We were just telling the story. Um, and it's written in the script already who these characters are. Um, although my character was a combination of two characters from the book. So there was a bit more room for both interpretation and, how do I say this, Uh Nervousness about whether I was getting it right or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, the one abiding thing is is just the sense of camaraderie amongst the whole team of you know the, the costuming, the props, the set builders, the sound people, um, and just such a wonderful environment to work in, uh, with where everybody has, you know, a, 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 a kindness and caring to them as well as just this fantastic ability at their, you know, at their craft. Um, and, but it wasn't ever, again, it's not like everybody's going Oh, I am so good at this, you know, or anything like that. Everybody was just working and doing the work of you know the sound or the prop making or the costumes or or whatever it was you know the a d and and they're just doing it and doing it in a in a sort of you know kind open way and and they just all happened to be so. Good at what they do, um, uh, so so that was you know that was the main sort of pure joy of it. Um, the other thing which I often just stopped myself and just took a you just take a look around Portland, Oregon, and that is such a beautiful and the autumn fall colors mm, it's yeah. so beautiful. Oh my gosh, um, you know that that's that that's not really. You know, it's I don't know special lighting or anything for all of the the, the natural beauty that's there. Um, it's just that's just it. You <laughs> know, you point the camera, have daylight on it, and it looks amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, speaking of living in these weird times, I wanted to ask you about your feelings about the future of films and the film industry right now um, in terms of if you're feeling optimistic or pessimistic. You know, obviously, we have all of these theaters closing, but we also have small studios like A24 making really cool, ambitious projects. So um, as someone in the industry right now, how are how are you feeling?
1: Um.
2: I just realized I didn't
1: mention much about the whole COVID thing, but again, we—it's not like we were making a movie for 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 you know a pandemic or anything. But right. I think also why it resonates is um, you know it's a it's a movie about friendship and 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 friendship is something that we take for granted a lot of the time, and it's great that we can do that. You know, it's not like it's not like uh, sometimes you know love is like. Oh my gosh! This is you know it's so important and so great and so passionate and and friendship is more like hey how are you doing oh yeah, yeah okay cool you <laughs> yeah oh let's go catch a movie or something uh, yeah no, I don't really feel like that oh, why don't we just go a drink or whatever it's so it's so easy going that's the great thing about friendship uh, and also it because it is that way it's very easy to take for granted and and um, you know in in but what the film is effectively to me saying is that yeah, it's great that you can take it for granted, but if it ever ends, you will feel the loss and and then suddenly the pandemic comes along, and we we're we're unable to actually be with our friends um. And we feel the loss, and and then you you know you watch this movie and you remember again, uh, you know that 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 uh, wonderful thing called friendship and, and, and your appreciation of it, uh, you know comes back again. Um, now the other question, well, <laughs> I keep going back and forgetting what the.
0: Oh, uh, I, I just asked about how you were feeling in terms of the future of the film industry. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, um, I, I hesitate to to step out of my bounds as an actor and start talking as a, <laughs> as, as a producer or industry participant. Um, I think, um, you know. The, the Netflixes and Amazons and so on, it's great that there's a, sort of another prolific effectively studio, um, which, you know, it's it's getting to employ even more people. Um, I think uh, it's been proven throughout, uh, you know, our economic history that um, the more competition there is, the more things are better for um, for employees, for customers, um, you know, and the the worse it is with this, it, you know, the power is all concentrated in a small, small number of people. Um, so, you know, I I I think it's great that there's all these, uh, how do you say, other avenues. Um, but there is, you know, there is something to film and cinema and and you know, this film it's, its its there are films which literally you could just put it on a TV and it's just fine. It's the same thing, really. But then there are films which are made for the medium, and this first car really is actually made for cinema. I mean, mm. you where you sit down and you leave your you know your constant oh checking on the phone and and all of that, and you 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 know you have uh, i mean also like the 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 colors the the sounds the the brightness of the movie you know it's it's meant to be seen in a completely dark cinema not in the daytime in your living room um, I did
0: find myself thinking that as much as I enjoyed it and was completely not on my phone the entire time I was in it as much as I could be I was just like oh man seeing this on a big screen would have been breathtaking
2: yeah Yeah. absolutely the same 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 experience with it (laughs) yeah Yeah. and
1: um you know and that's that's brilliant and and that's you know and that's kelly's sort of uh you know medium and and also yeah i mean she does something amazing with the the pacing and the time and, and 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 lets you Slow down and enter into another world uh, for you know for that time period and. So, I think that's you know. another
0: reason. Yeah, to, talking about the pandemic so much, it there yeah. are all these nice uplifting themes about friendship, but also the pacing of the film is and this, this sounds like a negative word, but it's really not slow. Um, I could just feel myself sort of unwinding and and entering this. World that I was, I found so interesting and captivating, and it was nice just to slow down a little bit during this crazy time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, I think I I I hope cinema remains, you know, cinema and available to um, to people. Uh, I hope that there are people who recognize. That it's not just oh a bunch of people coming to you know in a dark room it's there's there's a particular art to it which you know if if it's being done by an auteur then it completely is something which should only you know not should only be but is best consumed in in the medium in the medium which it's made for mm. um, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, Viva la Difference, and, and, you know, it's great that there are streaming services and, and TV or the TV format, series format is, is, you know, so much more stronger for it. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, in the similar sense of the film, you know, um, showing that there's different ways to be friends, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy the more different ways there are to to be involved in the industry to work in the industry and and to be an audience member.
0: Uh, And then finally, we saved our most important question (laughs) for the last. Um, Was Evie the cow nice to work with?
1: She was, she was very nice. Um, (laughs) I, I didn't really, you know, I'm, I'm not, close to the cow, my character, Um, so I didn't spend much time with her. I was so in awe of John Magara's performance with the cow because I Uh. never saw that in Mm -hmm. the, because I was away, I was, you know, I was in a tree or I was looking out or, (laughs) right. So I never actually saw that performance, and uh, then seeing it on the screen going, oh, my gosh, wow, that is so amazing. Um, I
0: never thought I would be that invested in a relationship between a man and a cow. I was just like, this is so tender and wonderful.
1: Yeah, it was so good. Um, And I do remember, I'm afraid that (laughs) my my main memory of Evie was, we uh, we we was all standing around the cow, and uh, you know there's that scene where we're talking, uh, mm-hmm. and um, and she decided she needed to have a wee.
0: Sure, and it happens. Yes.
1: Yeah, and uh, and a uh, cow's bladder is
0: uh-huh. huge. It's no joke. It's no <laughs> joke. <laughs> so it was like five minutes of waiting for Evie to finish. <laughs>
1: and and then the the you know the minor lake which formed
0: <laughs> <laughs> right right,
1: <laughs> but um yeah, no, it was it was yeah, it was great, um so
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, evie keeps it real. thank you again to Orion, thank you to Meredith, uh, you can also follow Meredith on twitter at Meredith l Clark. If you're a fan of this interview and you're new to the show, we are a pop culture politics podcast, free, uh, bi-weekly, and we exist 100% because of listener support. You can go to lighttreason.news or you can go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Alison Kilkenny. Either way, you're supporting the show, you're supporting interviews like this this and guys I can't say it enough see first cow if you can we live in very stressful mean cruel times and this is a really beautiful film um, about friendship and about the things that make life worth living so if you want something if you want to watch something that's really an immersive experience about a beautiful friendship do you hear my little cat screaming right now he needs to watch First Cow. He needs to just relax. Desmond, turn on First Cow. Thank you. Go watch it if you can. Let us know how you feel about it. Hashtag Light Pod. And thanks for listening. Oh, and while you're at it, stay inside and cause a little trouble. I'm coming, my youngest.